0: Hey there, Meyer Sign friends and followers. I'm Michael Boss, and I have the privilege of being the creator and host of Tales of the Magic Skagit, a podcast series celebrating the people, places, and things that make the Skagit Valley magic, sponsored by Meyer Sign. Thanks for giving us a listen, and now, on to the program. Hey there, friends and followers of Meyer's Sign: Tales of the Magic Gadget. I'm at the home slash studio slash gallery, <laughs> um, wall-to-wall art. The home of my friend Jay Bowen here in Shelter Bay, and. Um, reason we're doing this today is because, one, I haven't seen Jay in forever. It's been a long time. Good
1: to see you. Yeah, yeah it's have always great life. seeing you, man.
0: Yeah, I brought the mm-hmm. grandsons over so nice. Jay could show him his art. But I have a specific goal in mind, which is to have Jay talk about an event that he has coming up uh, this Friday, uh, September 23rd. Yes. And it's going to be at the Shelter Bay Community Center. And, uh, Jay, I'm going to let you take it from here. Tell us what you're going to be doing from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock in the evening of September 23rd.
1: Okay, so first of all, when I I like to have each one of my uh, openings have a different uh, feel and effect to them. Uh, I, I don't do anything in a, in a normal fashion where you normally, you go there, the opening's at such and such o'clock, and there's music and wine and host and and everyone gathers together to see who's there, then they leave a couple hours later. Uh, my last one I had in Stanwood, was a, a 45 minute procession of all the family and the drummers and and on all regalia in.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing the video for that, yeah. it was very cool.
1: Well, this one is gonna have a different twist also. This one is gonna be, uh, first of all, it's gonna start off with a, a seminar. Uh, Jim Barrett is going to be uh, co-hosting this event with me, and for the first 90 minutes, we're going to do an expose on uh, the tribal culture, religion, and how it's reflected in my work.
0: And Jay, tell us a little bit about Jim Barrett.
1: Jim Barrett is an anthropologist, a very renowned anthropologist, retired uh, writer, author. Uh, he does a lot of podcasts, uh, very well respected, and I've, I've been involved as an observer in his work before. And I really enjoy that he has a thirst for learning and leaves the end open all the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: for new information to come in. And that's rare amongst uh, people who are uh, in the scientific community that they get too closed minded about what they've learned and what else they have to learn. Sure. And so he's a, very, a breath of fresh air. So he lives also here in the community. And so they've asked me to host a show uh, to introduce uh, my culture to the new people's culture, and begin a rapport and an understanding about uh, our spirituality, our symbolism. Um, what I reflect in my work is um, all about healing, and uh, I use uh, the totem designs and I, I stretch them out a long ways, you know, in a very contemporary fashion. And so,
0: and you've got out, you've gotten some flack from. <laughs> For that in the past. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not been without it. its 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 a little bit of artistic controversy.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> I am I am I consider myself 100% traditional artist and I push this as far as I can push it because it's an alphabet. It's it's, it's letters and it's, they can be composed into words and tell stories. The same stories. I'm not changing any story.
0: Right. I right. Use, right.
1: So I use a lot more color, a lot more motion, a lot more emotion in all my work. And I invoke medicine into every piece I do. Mm-hmm. So, and we have a young gal her name Della Rosa Damien and uh, she is a high school student at Laconia High School. And she dedicated her life, young life to our uh, work and wants to pursue a life as an artist. And so uh, I'll be introducing her at the same time and our conversation with her was uh, this is all going to fall on your head.
0: Right. This is yep. your
1: responsibility. Yeah. I, yep. I said, uh, you know, you're taking up a, a lot of work here telling our stories. And so uh, this is not about me. This is about what we do and it all falls on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll help you however I can.
0: You know, my grandsons live in Bayview and they can look out their living room window and they can see March Point in mm-hmm. something I took, uh, a few minutes this morning when we picked them up to come over here, mm-hmm. took a few minutes to tell them, was take a look there and what do you think used to be there a hundred years ago, several hundred years yeah. ago. Um, we're going to be telling more pioneer stories in Tales of the Magic Skagit. But, you know, it's funny. I think of pioneers in in, in the broader sense of people <laughs> whose origin stories were someplace else. Yeah. Now I think it's probably more common that people think of pioneers as quote the early settlers, and if you look at it that way, yeah. you come from the ultimate pioneer family.
1: Yeah, they, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. How,
0: yeah. how early were your were your people settling here? So
1: there's an evolution that's involved in this in that answer. But let's address first of all, March Point. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. March Point was a his territory, and in the 50s. The federal government and the oil companies um, took on the Swinomish tribe. They couldn't afford anything. They had no funds, no resources, yeah. and they took the land from the Swinomish people. And without any compensation or any consideration, they took that whole land from the Swinomish people. It was not. It was not theirs to take. Mm-hmm. They took it by force. And uh, yes, it was a home of the villages, and it's right there on the. On the bay, the most productive bay for Dungeness Crab... Oh, gosh. ...in, in Puget Sound. That's where the Dungeness Crab population is birthed out of, mm-hmm. that, that bay there. Yeah. It's also a deep water bay. There's everything there.
0: Oh, yeah. No, you can so you, you can totally understand why it was attractive to yeah. people throughout the millennia. Yeah. So, so,
1: that's that story. So, how long have we been here? You know, when I was a child growing up, the stories were uh, from the beginning of time. Sure. And... There, there were stories about uh, our people maybe 40,000, 50,000 years. When yeah. when humans came into their own, you know, it takes about 40,000 years for a human to evolve in any different aspect. That's just science. Um, so when my, my family first arrived here, and they arrived from someplace else like everybody else in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Else, uh, but they did arrive here. And they arrived here. At a time when there was mastodons, mammoths, cave bears, saber-toothed tigers, three-toed sloths. (laughs) You know, it was a world that we don't recognize. Yeah, absolutely. We would not recognize No, we would not. And uh, somehow they made a home of it, you know, basically because of the cedar and the salmon. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And a very dynamic time because the world was exploring everywhere then. Asia was exploring everywhere. Polynesians were exploring everywhere. And through the eons, um, there, was a, there was a communication between the Polynesian people and the Northwest Coast people. And it was a friendly exchange of information and technology. You know, that's where we came up with the, the uh, outriggers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah.
1: Where we came up with the triangle sails that looked exactly like the Polynesian sails. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a friendly exchange of information. Um, something else they imparted to us was ability to navigate by the stars. Right. Yeah. And when the Skagit people employed that, uh, it was used to go down to the Four Corners area to Chaco Canyon to do trading.
0: Oh, gee, it's, it's amazing Yeah. when you think about those interrelationships. Jay, um, the show starts at 5, goes to 8. Yeah. Um, People who were interested in attending, what, what yeah, do
1: they need to they do? Yeah, they have, uh, I'll, I'll give you this here, it's, uh, they can register for the class, the class is 90 minutes, and the only reason we get to use the uh, facilities is because we're going to present this as a as teaching.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: And so they're very generous and letting us use the facilities. The show will go on from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock, and probably go on later than that, actually. Uh, at 630 the class is over, and then uh, there'll be a wine bar hosted by Skagit Valley uh, Winery. Oh, corner, fantastic. And a young musician who'll be there playing some pretty cool music, you know. And so it'll be a time for everyone to gather. And uh, I think the room is limited to 100 people, so if people come and go, you know, they can they can exchange. But, yep, yeah. Um, it's going to be an exciting cultural exchange. And for the first time, the, I'm really proud of this. The people at Shelter Bay because they're trying to do an outreach. Like, how do you talk to the native community?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: First of all, what's the native? What's that? What's our community about? You know, our, our community is about spirituality. Yeah. You know, not religion, spirituality. Spirituality.
0: <laughs> Jay, uh, I, I'll tell you, I'm sure looking forward to this, and um, definitely interested in uh, meeting the uh, the presenter. Yes. And uh, you've got yes, this, Jim Barrett. Jim yeah. Barrett. Yes. And, he uh, is.
1: A- I'm, I'm, he has an amazing depth of knowledge that goes back to the Americas. Uh, for he, he can document. He documents. He stops off at about 30,000 years. You know. Oh my God. And so, <laughs> uh, so it's easy to relate to him. You know. And yeah, really. He was really excited, like when they found this. Um, they've known for a long time about the White Sands uh, and the the fossilized footprints they found down there. They're twenty-three, twenty-four thousand year old footprints where the. Human footprints. And yes, yes. Free-told sloth footprints yeah, on top right, of them. Right. I mean, yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who was hunting who? I... <laughs> uh,
1: you know, I, you know, you think about it, man. When, you, when I've had a grizzly bear step in my footprint before. <laughs> I couldn't imagine what I'd do if I had, like, a, a mastodon stepping in my footprint, you know, stepping on
0: me. Uh, well, Jay, uh, like I said, I'm sure looking forward to this. And, um, folks, I... Um, yeah, this will be a great event. You're going to get to see some art. You're going to get uh, to hear uh, uh, some fantastic history, uh, anthropology, uh, get a chance to see a young artist as well as a much loved and well established artist in the form of Mr. Bowen J. Thanks so much for taking the time.
1: Thank you for the interview.
0: This concludes another episode of Tales of the Magic Skagit. You can follow us on Facebook at Myers Sign, as well as read our stories on our website, Myersign.com. Just click on Behind the Sign for all the good stuff. Thanks for listening, and keep the Skagit magic, y'all.